The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust, episode 508. Woof, there we go. Woof indeed, Wolfie. I remember, yep, you were on top top of the door there. Top of the door to you. And, woof, <laughs> right back at you. And, uh, whew, all right, yeah, so this is episode 508 of Firelancer Bust. Uh, I have a lot of sand and random miscellany in my inventory. And, uh, but not a boat, which I actually might need at this current juncture. So let's make a boat really quick. Let's break down the workbench and continue on on this Saturday. Ooh, see, I almost, if I tried to, uh, if I tried to get Wolfie standing up with the boat in my hand, I would place the boat on him. That has happened more times than I'd like to admit. But yes, it is Saturday, September 19th, 2015. Episode 508 of Firelands or Bust, and at farlandsorbust.com, we are continuing to raise money for Child's Play charity. Did you think it would change? Did you think it would change between episodes? Why do I have to keep repeating myself? No, <laughs> I have to keep repeating myself, because that's the point. But uh, yeah, farlandsorbust.com, we're still raising money for Child's Play charity, up to $4,208.50. Raised this season, season six of the series. That going directly and instantaneously to Child's Play Charity. Learn more about them at childsplaycharity.org. <laughs> A very dramatic representation of their website address. But uh, yeah, I do appreciate all the continued support. And as always, with your uh, donation, you can ask a question. And I will attempt to uh, answer said questions, or, or use your, your questions as, as sparks for topics in the series, because we've got a long way to go here, a long way to go, and we need a lot of content to fill. <laughs> There's so much content and topics and things of which that need to be discussed um, that, that I could really use your help. And, and I just thought right now, of I, I've probably talked to you guys, the audience, the Firelands Bust audience, more than I have ever talked to even my closest family member ever. <laughs> like, just as far as pure breath coming out of my mouth making words time. Like, if you were to get a clock and compare it to the same amount of time I'm speaking words to the closest family members are people who, who have known me the longest, uh, it'd probably be more more time spent here in Farlands of Us talking. Uh, not even, even considering my other YouTube series or anything like that. We need that, we need those sort of statistics. We need, uh, you know, when are we gonna start implanting uh, little uh, chips in our brains to keep these, you know, it's like a, like a Fitbit, but for, uh, for, for, for mental capacities and, and, uh, Social interact and interactions, kind of like the the statistics page in uh, in Minecraft. <laughs> amount of minutes spoken, amount of breaths taken. Well, not even breaths taken. I mean, that sort of gets into the Fitbit kind of physical uh, sort of log data logging. Um, <laughs> number of hands shook. Number of number of uh, eyes rolled towards 
terrible opinions being spouted towards you, you know. <laughs> crazy random stuff like that. Get on that, inventors. Apple, Microsoft, somebody. Get on that. Um, but anyway, we are continuing on to the Far Lands, and yes, I think we're just going to go into mostly questions today. Had a few episodes of fairly heavy topics, very uh, long-winded opinions, and news items that uh, may or may not have been the most uplifting. Uh, and I do appreciate, specifically in that last episode, had, uh, at least from what I can tell, some some fairly uh, reasonable comments and discussion, and, and even comments that I decided to re-comment back uh, on the YouTube, uh, through the YouTube comments, uh, from Kurt Indeed, of course. They still, I'm still unable to comment from Kurt J. Mac, because they haven't separated the, uh, the Google Pluses. Uh, but, uh, you know, some, some reasonable, well-thought, sensible discussions uh, of a very weighted topic that I even tend to find myself getting enraged and angry about, and I, I tend to, to try not to jump down people's throats with, with dissenting incorrect opinions <laughs> so yeah that that went that went well and i think overall especially i suppose on the circles of the the internet uh, a fairly unanimous decision and and response to to the news out of irving texas uh, of you know both what was wrong and right so uh, so yeah that 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 worked out all right i'll, I'll perhaps I don't know. I, I hope more events like that don't happen, but, but if they do, perhaps keep those in mind as, as topics of, of conversation and discussion. Now that we're like a, a more of a specifically an actual podcast, we can we can delve into such topics. Am I right, Will V? No? Uh, well, kind of, I guess. He's a little bit interested. But yeah, let's let's just get into these uh, these fun little questions. Well, most of them I think are fun. <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, into these questions from from donors to Child's Plate charity. This one from Bacon Robot. He is a robot made of bacon. How was your experience transitioning to live by yourself for the first time? Ah, uh, it really wasn't a transition. I mean, that it depends, I suppose. The first time I quote unquote lived on my own was when I went to college and or university or whatever you want to call it and had to live in the dorms. Uh, that was the first time I lived long term away from home, like specific the home where I grew up, where my parents live and whatnot. Uh, that wasn't much of a transition. That felt, you know, that really, you still aren't 100% independent. You're still not... You know that that I don't I don't think that counts is basically what I'm getting to. It's a it's a it's a helpful step I suppose, but I don't think it counts. And I never lived in an apartment or, or on off campus. I always uh, stayed in the dorms. Ugh. <laughs> Those are times that I wish not to remember. But then uh, then uh, I, I moved back home and lived there for quite a while. Actually, how old was I? I think I was 27. Even 28, maybe 27, when I actually uh, first got that that job, that graphic design job. Uh, it first, it took me a while after graduating college to find said job, 
And uh, once I did and started making money, I still lived at home. It was a bit of a long drive from home, so uh, eventually I decided that I did, you know, for... There was really no purpose. Uh, not, not no purpose, but there was really no urgency to it. Uh, my dad wasn't charging me rent, and, and he... Uh, made it clear on many occasions that I didn't, you know, need to move out. It was, it was by no, by no urging of his own. But uh, I just felt myself for, for becoming an adult and and uh, independent and and privacy sake. Uh, and, and you know, y you need your space. You need to you need to move out of the, uh, the den and and find your own den, <laughs> right? So, I, I don't know what sort of animal that is referencing a badger of some kind. Uh, but so yeah. That was the first time. It, since I I kind of thrive on being alone, <laughs> like like be, having uh, my own space, uh, there was really no particular transition needed there. Uh, the the transition, the difficult part was finding a place, just an apartment in general, and then maintaining you know and just. Kind of the the the, the hubble of blue that that surrounds dealing with finding a place, uh, little problems that crop up. Uh, I was kind of lucky. I at first was always just looking at the. I don't know if this is the case in other countries, but at least in America, uh, specifically, you know, around big cities and into the suburbs, most of the apartment complexes are corporately owned. Like there are specific companies who manage apartment complexes. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, you know, it's dealing with a company instead of, like, a person. And, you know, you apply and you see the model, but you don't actually see the real thing you're going to rent. And it's just, it's a little bit sketchy. So I ended up, uh, rather luckily, I don't know how I found it, through Craigslist or, or something? or uh, I found just a, an independent person who was renting his condo. Uh, it was basically a one-bedroom apartment, but it was a condo that this guy owned, and uh, I lived in a building of people who either owned their own condos or maybe were renting out condos as well. Uh, but that worked out all right as, as far as the price was. It was kind of an older place. That was kind of the... Specifically at first, I was a little bit sketchy about it. It was kind of an older place, uh, but it was kind of nice. Uh, they kind of they had recently redone the kitchen, and... And whatever, and it was a a big space for for one person really. Um, but it was an older building, um, but it was kind of tucked away in a nice place. So it, it turned out I did have a garage, even though the first thing that broke was the garage door on like the first day. And I'm like, well, this is a sign of things to come. Uh, but uh, you know, I was pretty lucky that uh, the the owner was actually pretty on top of things and got things fixed uh, really quickly and really didn't run into any problems. So, yeah, there really was no transition, uh, emotional or anything like that. It was more just the suddenly having to deal with all that stuff, that, uh, you know, bills, rental stuff, or whatever that you never had to deal with before. But, uh, yeah, I, I think I handled that transition nicely. Let's handle another transition nicely into the next day of Farland's a Bust, shall we? <laughs> And uh, seamless transitionsness. <laughs> um, so yeah, thanks, Banger Robot, for the donation to Child's Play Charity. And your question? This one from Mvek. Mvek. There's you're like missing a vowel there somewhere. Uh, Mvek has asked. We know that you support some other patrons, Patreons on Patreon, 
and donate some money to charity. But do you fund some projects on Kickstarter or similar services as well? If yes, anything interesting? Not specifically. I do support a bunch of Patreons. Uh, whether or not they be other other YouTubers or content creators or, or, or game developers even or, or, or artists or, or whatever, just people who I've followed a long time on the internets who suddenly have a Patreon. I'm like, yeah, you've you've provided me with with, with entertainment and, and you know stuff that that is interesting to me, so I will I will chip in to, to assist you. Um, I think the only Kickstarter I ever supported was that of Spin Tires. Spin tires, Newman. So, um, not that not that it's like turned me off from supporting more, but I I don't really I'm, I don't like frequent the site often. I don't go browsing around Kickstarter to find new projects. I, I, if anything, I just wait to hear from something from somebody I'm following or a friend or something like that. And if it seems if it seems up my alley or or worthy of support, then I'll 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 kickstart or whatever the terminology is uh but yeah i think that's really the only kickstarter i ever supported was the spin tires one because i was so very impressed so very very impressed i mean there are other things i think early on the bmng drive system was kind of a kickstartery fan funding thing where if you if you chipped in or whatever you would uh, get access to that early alpha, which is when I started creating videos uh, in in the early versions of BeamNG Drive, if you remember. So uh, yeah, I don't know if you want to count that more as early access versus versus actual uh, crowdfunding. I don't know why I'm going this way. I just felt like it would be interesting to go through the middle of this little opening. Ooh, it is interesting because there's. Potential for imminent death here. All right, whoa, careful, Wolfie. We're actually going to uh, make our own staircase here. I did not intend to dig into a, an empty dock cavern. There we go. That's where I meant to go. And dogs can't walk through. Yeah, they can. I was going to say, dogs can't walk through single width spaces. That's horses. You're thinking of horses. They can't walk through doors. The doors. Careful, Wolfie. The doors take up more space than they require. Um... So yeah, no, I haven't. Uh, there was there was a, an interesting one. See, I like see stuff, and I'll like bookmark it or remember it, but I won't I won't go back. I don't know. It's something about just the way I work, I guess. Uh, there was one from the Smithsonian recently. They did like a Kickstarter to help fund the restoration and preservation of Neil Armstrong's Apollo Eleven spacesuit. Uh, I do remember when I went to Washington D.C. At the the Air and Space Museum, it was it was uh, wow. We're coming up uh, gangbusters here on the on the spawners. Uh, it was off display, which makes sense. It was it was actually just after he'd passed as well. Uh, so I think when that happened, the the artifact became a little bit even more valuable to the to the Smithsonian or whatever. So so they decided it would be best to take it off display. Uh, so apparently they are. I think it was called Reboot the Suit. And uh, Phil Plate, the bad astronomer, uh, again, somebody I, I followed for quite a while, uh, was part of that project. More iron! Gee, thanks! Uh, more iron, but not another chest, it would, it would appear. Though it doesn't hurt to check. Oh. What's up with all these 
cheapskate one one chest dungeons we're finding. Don't tell me it's about oh well obviously it's not there because you can't see it through the yeah. Hmm. Alright, well I guess I'll take the iron. I won't I will not scoff at gifts provided. But otherwise. Oop, there, that's not exactly what I went to do, but. Here, I will provide you with some sand. Enjoy! Uh, so yeah, fill plate was part of that. So yeah, I mean, that, that sort of stuff I've, like, followed, but but I didn't actually give to or or provide to. Uh, they they blasted, lambasted their, uh, their goals, and I think they even hit, like, a stretch goal to do the same for uh, Alan Shepard's uh, flight suit from the first space flight, American suborbital space flight. Uh, I think is what what the the stretch goal for that was. So that you know, sort of stuff like that. But no, I really haven't. Uh, that's not really, uh, strangely enough, the sort of the sort of uh, places I I frequent much. Indeed. So yeah, thanks for that question, Mvek. <laughs> um, moving on. This is a weird question. I don't know if I'm going to answer this, but I'm going to ask it just because it's a weird question. C. Richter has asked if you could have anyone locked in a room so that you could torment them for a day. Whom would you choose and how would you torment them? We're going to have to put you on a list, C. Richter. I don't know what sort of crazy stuff you're you're into. Sorry, I wanted to... Does, does this not look like a whale? <laughs> this little this little pond looks like a whale. I want to make it a whale. Uh, that's not really a whale fin. I was trying to turn this into a whale fin. It's a whale, sort of. Pretty poorly made whale. It needs It needs an eye. There we go. It's a whale of a good time, that's for sure. Alright, that was a poor choice of things to do. It's whale puddle. <laughs> it's not even a lake, it's a puddle. Um, so yeah, that's a weird question. Uh, I'm not going to answer it. <laughs> because I was actually, I was like trying to think of some funny or, or interesting way to answer that. But that just sounds like you might be into some things that I'm not <laughs> into. Uh, and to each their own, by all means. But uh, not my cup of tea. Those those are not uh, the type of parties that I frequent. So, <laughs> oh man, thank you for the the donation to Child's Play Charity. However, that was very kind of you. Uh, don't hurt me. Uh, so yeah, continuing on. Whew. See the, see the sort of stuff I gotta deal with. The sort of stuff I gotta sift through to find the right questions here for Farlands or Bust. And get off the beach there. There we go. This one from Anonymous Sloth. Not so anonymous now, are ya? If you have ha if you have the resources to do so, would you start a real life marathon? A real life marathon. What do you like a walkie? Like 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 actually doing Far Lands of Bus, but in real life? This was actually a question that was asked to me in an interview 
which I have yet to hear if anything was ever written about it or published about it. But uh, yeah, they asked if if I could likening the uh, the Guinness World Records. There are Guinness World Records of people who you know walk from L.A. to New York, uh, you know, while jumping rope or you know whatever crazy while juggling or doing this that or the other or you know swimming across the English Channel, you know, all that all that stuff. Uh, could I do the sort of thing? That I'm doing here in Far Lands of Bust, but in real life, uh, and I'm like, that would be tough. I mean, you'd have to consider the fact that you'd have to really, really consider the fact that you'd really have to consider a lot of things. But most importantly, you'd you'd really, really have to consider. I said you'd really have to consider pink sheep. Ow, pink sheep, pink sheep. Pink sheep. Ah, <laughs> oh, you really have to consider the pink sheep. I mean, that's clearly something that's very important to consider. Oh, that's interesting as well. When they are underwater, more science, pink sheep science. When they are underwater, fully underwater, the top of their pink wool becomes fully pink, just like when they're underneath a tree or a, an overhang. Um, but yeah, what was I saying? You really have to consider the the fact that here in Minecraft and Far Lands of Bust, you really don't have to worry about consumables. <laughs> I mean, you kind of do, but like, not to the fact of like an actual biological human being needs constant water and food and uh, you know energy and and warmth and clothing and uh, you know I couldn't just up and start gallivanting with a pink sheep in in the water for for fear I'd probably get hypothermia or whatever. Um, so I don't know if if, if all of those things were were accommodated for and accounted for, would be interesting. I always found that sort of stuff interesting, the whole the Forrest Gump thing, I guess. But I don't know that I have the type of personality for it or the type of drive, which is weird given that I'm doing this. But this is this is very different because I'm I'm kept interested through making it a commentary and a let's play. Uh, if I was just doing this on my own without anybody along for the ride, it would be kind of... I'd, I'd probably get bored after a while, you know? Um, so yeah, uh, probably not. It wouldn't be my first thing. If I had those sorts of resources, I might consider applying them elsewhere, but I'm not sure where. Uh, but yeah, let's go to sleep and uh, let's figure out what to do with this pink sheep in the morning. Perhaps we will lock it in a room and torment it for a day. Right, C. Richter? You... Crazy, crazy person. And a pink sheepsness. Pink sheepsness. I feel as though we need to take this pink wool. Uh, I don't think sheep in this version of the game regrow their wool. Sorry, guy. But, uh,. Only three. But if, if he needs to, there is a bunch of grass over here if you need to eat the grass to regrow your wool. But I, yeah, I don't think that's something that they do here. Oh yeah, we were going to start to uh, like keep track of where these, these pink sheep come from. So let's put a sign down. Shall we? This is the elevated hidey hole of pink sheep sheepitude. Pink sheep. Oop. 
One less E. Episode 508. 9, 19, 15. Um, I don't have anything. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have anything specific to say other than indeed. Come on. Alright, we will... There we go. We sheared him, and now he has to look at a block of his pink sheep wool for the re remainder of eternity. That right there is some torment. Uh, but continuing on... Did I pick up my workbench? I most certainly did. Uh, another question from Anonymous Sloth is, are there any plans after Flob? And this is another frequent question. I don't have any plans for even next episode vlog. Uh, it's gonna take so long and I hope it lasts as long as I can possibly manage uh, regardless of whether or not YouTube is, is a full-time gig for me or or not or what becomes of, of YouTube or the internet or anything. Uh, I hope I can keep uh, going as, as long as I can. So no, I don't have any plans for after flub. Uh, it's just kind of it's just part of my uh, routine now. Uh, it really seems like it has no... Th there is no beginning and no end. It is it is eternity. Eidolons. Eidolons. So, yeah. No, no plans. Just because I don't feel like I need them. Uh, the, the plan is to continue on. And continuing on <laughs> with questions here. Pa-pa-pa-poo. From an anonymous donor, a few episodes ago we talked about that Alice in Wonderland syndrome and sleep paralysis and careful Wolfie. Uh, this uh, anonymous donor has asked, speaking of odd medical conditions, do you suffer from tinnitus? Tinnitus, which I had to look up. I have no idea what it was, but it is a ringing in the ears. Occasionally, I mean just randomly, just minding my own business, it'll... All of a sudden, get me, you know, that really high pitched. I can't go that high, but uh, the high pitched ringing in my ears. I, I assume it's because somebody is thinking about me fondly. Uh, no, isn't that like kind of the, the old wives' tale? Is, oh, when your ears are ringing, that means somebody's talking about you or, or, or thinking about you or whatever. In that case, they should be ringing all the time. No, <laughs> I'm terrible. Um, so yeah, I, I occasionally, not like constantly, is is when you call it tinnitus, tinnitus, is is that like a, a chronic and continual and unending ringing of the ears? That sounds like that would be terrible. Uh, so I hope that you don't suffer such a thing. Uh, but uh, yeah, occasionally it'll just happen, uh, or or occasionally I'll it'll be accompanied by strange. Dizzy, whoa, dizzy spells or something. Excuse me, Wolfie. We have uh, some. Ow! Oh, that was a that was a that was a shot. Did you murder him? Good, well murdered, well murdered, my friend. Uh, murder a pig while you're at it for for good measure. That was a that was a nice hit, Mr. Skeleton. You knocked me. You knocked me out. Knocked me down. You took me down, son. Uh, you didn't kill the pig, Wolfie. <laughs> that was your treat, and you did nothing. Nothing. I really didn't need to go up there to begin with. I don't know why I did. Um, so yeah, it not continually, but it, it occasionally happens, I suppose. Uh, I don't know what what the uh, the agreed upon 
cause and effect of that is, but uh, there we go. That was a unique question. I don't think I've been asked before. Yet another very generous donation from Xavier Penguin. Seeing as your channel is pretty much PG-rated, <laughs> thinking of the last Rocket League video I uploaded, with an occasional PG-13 here and there, i.e. Forza Horizon 2. Did I swear a lot in Forza Horizon 2? I don't think I did. You might be thinking of spin tires. No, I don't... Did I? I don't know. Uh, with the occasional uh, blah, 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 Forza Horizon 2. How do you feel about swearing or adult language in Let's Plays on YouTube? Do you feel that sometimes it's necessary, or do you feel that it adds nothing to the commentary part of a Let's Play? Uh, well, there's a difference, first of all. I think that the deliberate and continual use unnatural unnatural use of uh you know cursing and swears or whatever uh is is a thing that's out there that i see many channels doing many possibly popular channels that where it just it seems unnatural like it doesn't even seem like that person even regularly talks like that uh but they do it for for the shock or the comedy uh, which uh, is is tends to be a little bit. It's even it's aimed at a younger crowd even because oh it's it's a little bit of a taboo thing uh, that they can watch this on YouTube with all the swears when the stuff they watch on TV is all uh, you know bleeped out or or, or more uh, kid friendly or whatever because there's regulations regarding that. Uh, there you know there's a couple I I, I I'm not gonna name any names. <laughs> no, that wasn't. I was just mumbling. The, uh, but yeah, I have a, 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 what is it? He's my cousin, I suppose. He's very young, but, uh, he's very excited that to learn that I do Minecraft YouTube stuff, and he started spouting off a bunch of quotes and little bits from, from some other very popular, uh, Minecraft YouTuber, and it was all just a bunch of fart noises and, and quasi swears and things. And uh, apparently that is uh, that is entertainment to some multi-million subscribers to that channel. Uh, also, um, you know, it, it, it can feel forced, and it's a gimmick. It, when it's used as a gimmick, it's no good. But the, you know, the way... First of all, Farlands or Bust uh, is the probably the one series I can say you could be 100% sure I do my best and hopefully have tried to well I one once or twice that one time I fell in the in the zombie pit that was that was worthy of both that and the uh the flob flashback from it but uh uh yeah I try Farlands of Bust is kind of the one that I try to keep a very PG on my channel all my other series there is always a possibility uh something could slip but even even regardless to that this is kind of my own personal language. I don't swear that much in, in normal conversation, uh, so I think it kind of is more of just a reflection of... it's best when it is a reflection of a person's normal uh, vocabulary is when it's most natural. I think, you know, even on, on the flip side, I don't want to misquote or put words in his mouth, but I think Ko said early on, you know, when he was doing Ko's quest, he he really forced himself to kind of not not swear or anything like that, but that wasn't him, because maybe it's a little bit more frequent in his normal vocabulary, so in, in recent live streams and content he's made, he's kind of 
let himself be himself more, and that I think uh, is better for for his his uh, his content, his commentary, his his own personal style. Uh, so I think it's a it, it's a topic that that goes back and forth. Uh, I suppose I kind of bring that upon myself because I have noticed that more younger, maybe not more, but uh, a, a countable percentage of younger of a younger audience watches Farlands or Bust for uh, for whatever reason. I, I've noticed here and there I'll see uh, fans or, or somebody's parents post that they're a fan or, or whatever. And uh, so that's kind of a conscious decision on my part to try to keep it as awesome, you know, as awesome, as awesome as possible. That's my goal. I just want to be awesome. No, to keep it as as uh, on on the on the the up and up for for kids language and whatnot. You know, also because uh, I know Goober, my nephew, will sometimes and often watch Far Lands of Bust, but also my other videos too. So there's always a there's always a rare chance on those other videos. But uh, yeah, I think I kind of well covered that. It, it, it might just be Minecraft in general is a little bit more. Kind of attracts the, the the younger audience more so even than say spin tires or or, or a racing game or, or or Rocket League even maybe but uh, Kerbal Space Program is a little bit of that way too. You got the kind of cartoonish green men and stuff, but again it's it's kind of just a a reflection of my own personal vocabulary that I don't swear too often. Is this a pre-made hidey hole? No, that's a that 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 is a that is a chasm, a cavern, a dangerous place to be, and I will not be. Instead, I will continue. So yeah, did that make sense? I think as long as it, if it's a reflection of how the person actually talks, then uh, yeah, that that's what it should be. I feel. Um, and again, you know, the same thing goes for the overreactions to horror games. And whatever. Obviously, a lot of those are very well exaggerated, and you're like, I don't think this person in a non-recording environment would react like that. They're just reacting for uh, for the sake of um, content, for the sake of, of of attracting a certain audience, and uh, that that is not how I do business. <laughs> That's not how I do business. We're all we're all businessmen here. <laughs> We have we have our our code of ethics, <laughs> um, so yeah. So it, it can be long. It can be long. I mean, certainly there's even based on the video games. You know, if you're playing Grand Theft Auto uh, or, or other such games, uh, it's in the game itself. So I suppose it, it fits even you know more appropriately there if that's what you so choose uh, that that language to use or whatever. But overall, I'm not I'm not at all like anti-cursing. Uh, some people can get pretty much on their high horse about that stuff. If even the slightest slip-up happens, no, it's 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 language. It should be used to its uh, fullest potential. I, I in particularly, I in particularly, <laughs> speaking of the improper use of language, uh, I in particular kind of find humor in in the way words sound, which is why I'll often. Not necessarily curse, but I'll, I'll find, you know, I could, you know, when people say something and I agree, I could just say yes or you're right. But instead, I say indeed uh, or indubitably or some. I'll tend to try to find the most weird sounding or funny sounding 
or kind of harmonic or a word that has kind of a, a funny tempo uh, more so than just a simple word so I, f I think for for comedy it can be done it can be done uh appropriately and, and kind of uh, you know you can use the actual way the word sounds as as a part of a a way towards towards the the humor singularity <laughs> see right there even I, I didn't need to say that but i did i chose that word carefully right now on, on the spot and i just ate a piece of bread to get myself back up to full health and from that i think we should go to sleep to end off here episode 508 of farlands of bust farlandsbust.com to keep donating to child's play charity thank you so much for watching Everybody have a good weekend, or I hope everybody's having a good weekend, I suppose. <laughs> it's the weekend right now. And, uh, yeah, thanks so much for watching. I will see you next time. Pink sheep. Ow!